This program is sponsored in part by Franchising.com. You can own your own business today. Visit Franchising.com. Hi, I'm David Wolf. Our guest on this segment of the Small Biz Brain is no stranger to business growth and development. At Activision, he led the launch of their first million unit sales title, Tony Hawk Pro Skater. At Starbucks, he learned about what it takes to make retail really work. Now, Tom McMahon is the chief operating officer at Play and Trade. This is a new retail game franchise system with more than 125 stores now open for business all across the U.S. Here to share his ideas around how to grow a successful business of any size is Tom McMahon. Good morning, Tom. Good morning, David. How are you? Great. Thanks for joining us on the Small Biz Brain and uh, sharing your insights uh, about growth development and uh, all the things you now know about. Uh, what were, what would you say were some of your key takeaways after this experience you had with Starbucks? Well, one of the things that Starbucks is best at is the experience of the customer, right? So from that moment that you know a customer walks in that door and they're greeted and basically, uh, you know, coddled and taken care of for that brief three of three to five minute period of time. Um, one of the things that resonates with them is that experience. So uh, to really focus on that our legendary customer experience, as we described it, was, I think, one of the key things that I learned during my seven years there. At Starbucks, I mean, obviously, we're dealing with a, a, a mega multi-unit type of operation. Is it difficult to... Uh, to dream up the experience, so to speak, in in the corporate level and then have it play out effectively uh, at, at every store, everywhere. Because one of the things I think customers do enjoy about the Starbucks experience is the fact that you, you know what you're going to expect no matter how many of the thousands of units you go in. Uh, how difficult or what are some of the challenges there? It's not really all that difficult, and it really starts with just hiring great people and developing those people so that they really understand what's expected from the customer standpoint. What what becomes difficult is really managing different times of day and uh, different levels of service that are required so that if you come in at uh, 8 p.m. one night during the week, you get the same, if not better, uh, experience at 8 a.m. on a Friday or 2 p.m. on a Sunday. So Mm -hmm. the real focus is uh, once uh, the the folks that you hire uh, are uh, trained in sort of the basics and really adapting that uh, to varying levels of service needs depending on how busy it is. Mm. Okay, thanks for that. Now, um, with w- what would you say were some of the key drivers in uh, the successful launch that uh, you uh, led at, uh, with the Tony Hawk project? It was interesting. When we first started looking at the Tony Hawk game, we weren't really sure how successful it was going to be. Uh, But what really brought to light uh, the power of uh, that particular brand, and of course, Tony was gaining in popularity during these times as well, was a lot of viral and guerrilla marketing. So more or less, you know, posting the game and what our intentions were on websites and really connecting with the consumers, uh, particularly the gamers that Uh, not only uh, play games, but also skateboard and did those type of things. So viral marketing was a key component. Uh, The other component was it had to be a great game. We couldn't just make a game that was going to be so-so. It had to be a game that, you know, played well, had an engaging storyline, great graphics, and was fun to play. Um, so, and to do things, uh, whether it be in an empty swimming pool or uh, as you're, you know, you're in a playground at an elementary school, all those kind of things that skateboarders really enjoy doing, we wanted to be sure that we immersed in the game. So, 
good gameplay, great guerrilla marketing, and really attaching that to a great storyline, which is really you know Tony's story. Yeah, and here's where the game actually becomes the customer experience. And and by the way, I should mention my son uh, Miles is 17 and is a, a very a pretty advanced skater and uh, is well aware of uh, that uh, product. Um, so gaming, what is Play in Trade, the company you're now a COO of, and uh, how are you uh, applying some of these takeaways into the new project as you grow out uh, this franchise system? Right. So the franchise system, uh, which is inclusive of about 138 stores today, ah. is a video game retailing uh, experience. So uh, while there are other models out there uh, that are similar, what this really does is focus uh, on a couple aspects. One, obviously, uh, all of our stores are franchised, so we have individual ownership in each of the stores. We have a much different uh, gaming and game purchasing experience in the stores and that we allow you to play any game that you want uh, for as long as you want before you purchase it. Mm. And that's a pretty unique aspect of uh, our retailing and how we go uh, to market. And then we also add to that some really great uh, tournaments and some great promotional events in the stores on a weekly and monthly basis. So what we really try to do is engage uh, at the gamer level so that we know uh, more about games than anybody else that will not only engage with you and talk about games, you know, and our employees are trained to do that, but we also create events where you can uh, do a lot of social networking, you know, in gaming spaces uh, while you're playing, while you're competing, and basically while you're having fun. So lots of different aspects to it, but yeah. it's, a, it's a really unique approach um, to video game entertainment, does, which, as you know, is just a blockbuster industry right now. Exactly. Um, does the social networking, does that actually take place on-site uh, the, within the four walls of the store itself uh, and at home, or how does that work? It does. Uh, gamers tend to always be networked, so whether they're playing at home, uh, and they're networking online. I mean, it's often that you'll see someone playing a game and uh, on the same screen or uh, in some sort of adjacent, adjacent uh, transmitting device. They'll also be, you know, emailing, uh, or they'll be hooking up with a Plantronics headset and speaking to uh, their other gaming partners, no matter where they may be. So, it's a very uh, to really immerse yourself in the gaming world. You have to be, you know, socially connected. You want to certainly connect with the game and its content and have fun with it. Uh, but and you want to extend yourself uh, beyond what you would be able to do normally. Mm-hmm. The company is Play and Trade. The website triple w play and trade just like it sounds play the letter n and trade.com we're visiting with tom mcmahon he's the chief operating officer of play and trade video games a uh, uh, growing rapidly growing franchise uh, system for uh, those that may be listening that are interested in uh, getting more information about uh, the franchise how does that process work uh, i know that you you have a particular emphasis on people and people development uh, t- talk us through what the experience of a, a prospective franchisee might look like so absolutely, if you're a prospective franchisee, the first thing you want to do is visit our website. And then we hold uh, normally uh, bi-weekly what we call webinars, where we take a prospective uh, franchisee or prospective candidate through everything about the program. We certainly talk about the company, and we talk about the industry, and then we provide some more specific follow-ups. But once a prospective uh, candidate you know, is selected as a franchisee, 
we uh, we normally set them up for training almost immediately. So mm-hmm. we have uh, some different levels of training. We have basic training, intermediate training, and then we have advanced in-store training in our mock store mm-hmm. here in Southern California. Mm-hmm. So what we really try to do is not only educate the franchisee on uh, the retail video game business, but we also try to really support them in uh, the development of their business as an entity itself. So our support sort of goes both ways, both to get that business up and running and then absolutely be sure that they're successful. And I'm sure that uh, like all successful franchisees, uh, there's a, there's a very um, specific operating manual and model that goes along with uh, getting in the business of play and trade, correct? There is, absolutely. And this is a model. Our, uh, the original owners of Play and Trade are, in fact, our board members and are very active in the business day-to-day. And uh, they, uh, they help guide us to be sure that you know, we're providing that franchisee everything that they learned uh, through their experiences and their best practices as they started up their own stores. Uh, and it was uh, not long ago that those stores... Uh, became what the brand is today and, you know, where it'll go beyond uh, this current point. So lots of guidance, uh, lots of support from that standpoint. And it's often uh, that, you know, the franchisees will get a lot of interaction during their training period with the original founders and provide some, you know, some keen insights into what, what works and what doesn't work when you own this type of business. Our audiences, you know, as entrepreneurs and small business, maybe medium-sized business owners, uh, for the most part, uh, on an international scale. I'm curious, uh, it's fascinating that the original owners, uh, I- I'm assuming they elected to, um, in their growth plan, install uh, what I'll call, more, without knowing exactly the story, more experienced management like yourself to come in and take it to the next level. What was that like? How, how did they think through that, and, and uh, how important is that for any business owner to think into? It's extremely important. I mean, one of the things that you really need to take a look at from a talent standpoint, leadership talent standpoint in any company is, you know, where is it uh, you really want to go? What is it you want to achieve? The owners have a really grand vision in terms of, uh, you know, a very significant amount of retail stores here in the United States. In order to do that, in order to scale operations, you have to bring a leadership team in that is used to doing that. You know, in my case, in my most recent role with Starbucks, I managed over uh, 450 stores yeah. in just uh, two states. So uh, <laughs> you really, you know, you really need to you really need to understand what support and infrastructure you got to put in place, and you have to yeah. make the trade-offs. And for a franchisee that's out there and interested in a play and trade franchise, right. uh, I often get this question. You know, one of their primary concerns is you're growing really fast. Are you able to scale your operations in order to be able to do that? Sure. And the answer is unequivocally yes. And uh, we absolutely can do it. And we are doing it. But it, abs- it takes a focus uh, from a team that uh, certainly can embrace uh, leadership and uh, development and uh, also uh, process in order to be able to scale the operation so it's consistent with the 2000 store as it was with the first or second store. The people that are listening to this uh, program, Tom, have uh, probably a variety of different types of businesses, but what what is at the core of delivering um, an extraordinary customer experience in your view? It really is people. It all starts with people. So if uh, you know, there are folks out there that have a really keen eye for hiring great people and developing them and working with them. Um, in the end, and we really consider ourselves in the people business, 
even less so in the video game entertainment business. Uh, and what we really try to emphasize is just that, uh, what it takes um, to be successful and sort of the type of people that you need to be looking for and, you know, how to best support the long-term health of that business uh, really starts in the very early stages of uh, who you hire and how you develop those folks. Mm -hmm. And I know you have some specific thoughts for small business owners around uh, the elements of a business plan and how to make that effective and simple. Uh, If you could, in just a few moments, uh, speak a little bit about what are the key things that we need to have in a business plan from your perspective? You know, it really uh, it really evolves around uh, setting some really specific goals. I mean, really for a uh, business owner, David, to sit down and say, this is what I want to achieve and this is when I want to achieve it. Um, so often as, we're, as I'm working directly with franchisees and I take a look at the ones that are the best operators out there, they've got a very specific and clear set of goals. Yeah. And in my, from my standpoint, uh, they're broken down into three areas. It's what do I want to accomplish within this business? Um, what does uh, legendary service really mean to my customers, and mm-hmm. how do I achieve that every day? Mm-hmm. And how do I make this um, the best place to work from a people standpoint? Um, so sort of three dimensions, and it's you know customers and business and people. And then within those three dimensions, setting some really specific goals on what you want to achieve. And the best operators out there draw a balance between the three. Um, you can go long on business and forget about the people and it won't be sustainable or uh, go really long on the customer, which is absolutely important, but neglect the more important aspects of you know becoming a profitable business and ensuring health there. Uh, and you can almost always go long on people and be successful. Ah, you just have to be sure to keep. <laughs> you just have to be sure to keep the other two, you know, at a reasonable pace. That's interesting. So the from from your point of view, the people lead, and uh, the rest can follow to some extent. That's right. That's right. And you're, you're almost that's the surest bet you can make is to go long in that particular area and put a lot of energy. I was just with a franchisee the other day who went really long on the marketing aspect of her business, mm-hmm. and that's phenomenal. It did a great job, and I couldn't, I personally couldn't accomplish everything that she accomplished. But the business is failing right now, and it's it's uh, it's just going to take a refocus on. Um, on the the business aspects of it, and then most importantly on the people. Mm. Great stuff. Tom McMahon, Chief Operating Officer, Play and Trade Video Games, www.playntrade. That's play, the letter N, trade.com. Thanks so much, Tom, for joining us on the Small Biz Brain and sharing your insights and experience. Thank you, David. Small Biz America. The Brain. This podcast is produced by Small Biz America. If you'd like to find out about hosting your own podcast, visit us at smallbizamerica.com. Small Biz America.